Today we're going to tackle the most popular question that you guys are asking. Hi everyone, this is Enzo. Welcome to another edition of the Race Driver Coach Show. And I'm going to hit something today that has been asked to me. It must be over a hundred times over the last two years since I've been doing this show. Especially since I've been doing this show. The emails, the messages, the people I see at the tracks, they say, Oh Enzo, I want to be an F1 driver. I'm determined to be an F1 driver. It means everything to me. But I just don't know where to start. I haven't got the money. And they come up with all these hurdles about why they can't go and be an F1 driver, which are completely legitimate hurdles. If you haven't got the cash, you're going to find it difficult. If you've never raced, then you're probably not going to have the talent, the skill, or even the money to actually learn how to get the skill. Because it takes you, still takes thousands of hours of driving for you to get good enough to even have a shot at F1. So you haven't got these in place, but you still want F1. You still want the IndyCar. You still want the professional career as being a race driver. It's really unlikely it's going to happen. I know this is going to sound difficult to most of you and you're thinking, Enzo, come on, you're supposed to be positive about this. But I want to give it to you so straight that hopefully these emails I get about you saying you want the big dream, but you just want somebody to trust you, somebody to help you. I want these emails to slow down. I want you to realize the hard work it takes to become a professional driver. Now, you know, I've worked with thousands. I'm not even exaggerating here. Since 1998, when I started coaching, I've worked with thousands of drivers. Some have made it big. Some are international superstars and some never touched a car, haven't touched a car in the last decade. Because they didn't make it, they fell out of love with it, it hurt them, whatever. They don't do it. And so I've seen both sides of the scale, right? The spectrum. I know pretty much, and anyone who's worked in motorsport, it's not just me, it's just obvious. Whether a driver has got what it takes to get to the top, you see it very early on. And you know it's going to be their potential that's in their wallet, the money, because you haven't got the money, you're not really going to get there, I'm afraid, or at least if someone else hasn't got the money to pay for you. You're not going to get there because you're not going to be able to get in the car. And if you haven't got the skill, that's another thing. Skill and money. Now, you, you know I talk about you need the people skills. You need to be able to sell sponsorship and all this. Well, you do, but that's accessing the money. If you haven't done that yet, you're way behind. So I don't want more and more emails from everybody who's 16, 17, 18 and above to say, please give me some advice of how to get to F1. Okay, you need money and you need skill. People keep forgetting the skill. They think that just because they want this goal, just because it's all they cared about since they've been young, since a kid and their dad, have watched, they watched motorsport with their dad and all this. They think it gives them the right to say, you know what, I will make it because I'm determined. Well, let me just tell you now, to have the skill as a race driver is like having the skill as a basketball player or as a tennis player or any other sport. You need to get the hours in and then hopefully you've also got this thing called natural talent. People hate it when they say talent because talent's a myth and all this. But actually, there are some people that you can train for a thousand hours and they still don't get it. They still can't drive as good 
or to the standard they need to to become pro. It's a sport where some people have the right mental ability, have the right outlook, have the right general skill, the feel. To be a race driver, it's not for everybody. If you just think of your parents now that have never raced a car, if you gave them 10,000 hours of going around a circuit, do you think they could take on Hamilton still? No, it's not for everybody. So don't just presume that you, just because you want it, and then you email me to say, I deserve it because I want it so much and I'll put the work in, that that allows you to go get it. Because this industry is harsh. It doesn't care how much you want it. It doesn't care how much you've always dreamed about it. It's just saying, show me. Show me how good you are. And that's your task. That is your job. You've just got to show the sport that you're good enough. How do you do that? You get the money or you, you come up with some kind of deal that gets you in a car that allows you to practice and then compete and show people how good you are. That's the rules. That's it. Done. However you can get into a car or on a bike or whatever it is you're racing, however you can do it, you just make sure you do it. That's what I want to speak about today. Because this, everybody asking me for the latest tip, I can give you tips. Go out there, find money. Go out there and get quick. You might just make it. But then your attitude has to be right. You know, your fitness has to be good. Your image has to fit the manufacturer that you're going for. You can't be overweight if you want to be signed up by Mercedes or McLaren or, or BMW. It doesn't fit their image. You've got to fit their image. You've got to be good. You've got to fit their image. You've got to be fit. You've got to literally treat it like this is a career not a wish. So action. I need you guys who really want to be a professional race driver because this is solid. This is tough, man. To become a pro, everyone thinks, okay, I won't really go for F1. I'll just want to be a paid driver. You think that's easy? Uh-uh. Still, only probably 10% of drivers that are serious make that. So let's just bring it back to the, to the bare truth of what's got to be done here. You've got to get yourself into a car and you've got to beat the best out there. Then, and only then, you might stand a tiny chance. Because really what that does is you go out there, you do Formula Renault or something, you beat everybody, expect the phone to call for offers. doesn't happen. All you get is the phone calling from teams in F3 or higher to say, come join us, but we want nearly a million dollars, please. So, so you winning a championship... You winning a championship doesn't give you the next level step up normally. Instead, it just gives you a bigger check to find. A bigger amount of money. That's motorsport. That's what you really are getting into. It's nasty. It really is. It's not there to mollycoddle you. It's there to just say, it's like business. You provide value. Thousands of times I've said this, right? You provide value to the industry and it will pay you back. How are you going to do this? When you've got no money, you live nowhere near the racing industry, but you've got big desire. Well, I'm going to give you a tip. I'm going to give you a tip because I'm going to tell you how I did it. Because you remember my story. I was just delivering pizzas. I didn't really have an education. I went did mechanics at college for one year just because it was easy. And my mates were doing it. So, okay, I'll do that. Just something to do after school. And I was delivering pizzas, but I had this dream. I felt I was better or not better but I didn't need education because I wanted to go and do racing and that's what I was like but yeah I wasn't even racing so I was living this fictitious world about I'm a race driver and I probably only done the race school at that time I got my license I did one race 
and I was telling people I was a race driver. That's another thing that gets me. When I look at everybody's profiles, and it says race driver, international race driver, and then I look at that driver and they've hardly ever raced. You're not a race driver. You're a race driver when you're pro or when it's when you are attach, attacking it like you're a pro, like you're on a, a junior program or something. So it is literally all you do and people are investing in that. But if you just want to be a race driver, but at the time, you know, you're at college or something, you're not really a race driver. What you do is you pay to drive a car around a circuit or you enter races, you're not really a race driver. If you want to wear that label, you've got many years of hard work. Okay, drop the ego. Anybody who's got an ego is not going to like what I'm going to say in this video, because I'm going to teach you what I did to get into the industry. Now, if you've got no cash, you've got no history, but you want to get into the sport, you want to be a driver, then I would say it's going to be the long game for you. You're not going to overnight just find a sponsor because no one really wants to sponsor a race driver as it is, even if they're winning. But someone who just fancies going racing, you're never going to find it. If you do, it won't last very long because you won't be winning straight away. That's for sure. No matter how eager you are, believe me, there's a lot to learn about racing, about being fast. So what I suggest, same as what I did, I'm going to give you, let's just say 10. I'm going to come off the top of my head. These are but 10 different things that you can do to enter the industry. Because I tell you what, if you're in the industry, you're working within motorsport, then you've got your finger on the pulse. Then you're rubbing shoulders with people who could actually open doors. You'll be hearing stuff about opportunities. So I want you to think about this in a different way. I don't want you to just look at motorsport from a distance and just think, I'm gonna do that one day, I'm gonna do that one day, and then not do it. How about, if you've got the lifestyle for this, because you might have a job and bills to pay and everything, you know, I don't know your situation. How about working in the industry first as you figure this stuff out? It's exactly what I did. I started to race. I was in Formula Ford and then I found out that these race schools actually hire drivers to coach normal people or some corporates and all this and actually hire you so you can work as a as a racing instructor at a race school I thought wow that's amazing how much do they get paid not that it really mattered it really mattered to me I was just thinking brilliant and they said uh, so I think it was like 85 pounds this was in the 90s remember 85 pounds for one day that's like 105 euros probably something like 100 euros and I was like what I was only earning about 30 pounds delivering pizzas all night from like four in the afternoon till one in the morning, delivering pizzas for 30 quid. <laughs> and then someone says I can go to a race school and coach. And I've already got a bit of racing behind me. So I know how to coach sort of general public. I don't know how to coach pros, obviously, but general public, I can do that for 85 pounds. I was there like a shot. And I went to Silverstone and I just started working. Only got a tiny bit of work to start with, but then in year two, or the, actually the end of the second year, or the summer after that, because this was October, the summer after that, you get more work, and you start to meet other race instructors that say there's different jobs here. And it's a bit like being a stunt driver, because once you're in it, people tell you of other jobs. Then you start, and before you know it, I was about eight years later, I was started to be the chief coach of Europe for BMW. So that was my projects or my um, career path in coaching. That's how it started. And that's why I, sort of, I left racing behind me in the cockpit. And I took on coaching because that gave me more. I'm more of a coach than a driver. But I started off on the racing driver route. 
but then that was it and as I did that it was opening more and more doors and I was turning drives down people were offering me race drives and I was turning them down for free they were for free not being paid but they were for free and I was turning them down because I wanted to be a coach then I totally left that behind but if like you you have a burning desire and you're younger than me maybe I was then and you get these opportunities you're going to take them why why was this i mean what how did i get offered this was it because i was this amazing driver not really okay i won a british championship but it doesn't mean i'm amazing and i i didn't deserve like free drives being thrown at me but it was because i was there because they knew how good i was at driving right but because i was there in their face i was working in the industry again rubbing shoulders with all these people that could offer me opportunities like teams and that lot and they just give me a call or see me when their drivers let them down or oh, can you jump in the car can you coach our driver and follow him in another car all these kind of opportunities came along because i was working in the industry now if you're shooting for a goal but you're completely living a life that's outside of the arena so let's say you want to be a race driver but you're working in mcdonald's there's no link there so what I want you to do is to get that link. Go into the sport. There are so many jobs that you can do within the world of motorsport that will make sure that you're there, that will make sure that everybody knows you and your intentions. You know, I want to be a race driver, but for now I'm working here. It's like when you see in Hollywood, people working, actors, wannabe actors, working as waiters and waitresses because they know all the directors are there and they're going to be talking and handing cards to these directors that could give them a role one day it, i know it sounds cheesy but this is this works kind of in hollywood and it does work in motorsport let me just give you 10 things 10 things 10 job roles that you could use to get into motorsport to put you in a position where you're closer to the heartbeat you're gonna pick up opportunities number one coaching now coaching is something that i see work every single year i see fellow coaches good friends of mine they'll be coaching a driver and it could be a gentleman driver they'll be coaching this gentleman driver he's in his 40s 50s doing some gts and then one day if the relationship's really good and you're helping the driver genuinely helping the driver very often that wealthy businessman or you know gentleman driver will say you know what i want you to come and join me as my teammate at the next vln race and the norse life are you interested and you're like yes <laughs> so they get drives and you see this all the time all the time or if they're working for a race team and the, and the team are saying you know what we need someone up the front that's good can you jump in and do a couple of races for us that again happens a lot of times and you become this super sub an ex-driver of mine alexander sims had this he used to get the call very often for f3 and gp3 we used him when i was working for status called him in can you get the car up the front because we need to prove that the car is good just for everybody's sake they'll jump in he'll put it near the front he actually did front row straight away i think it was was it pole it's pole or second and the team are like that's amazing and that wouldn't have come if they didn't know him through coaching and through all these other avenues and because he was always there and around the industry he wouldn't have got the call and i've seen this happen all the time so coaching, if you can get into coaching, if you've done some racing already, get into coaching and this can open a lot of, or create a lot of opportunities. Number two, work for a race team in any single way, whether you're the, the receptionist, whether you're there just as a cleaner, you're there as their, I mean, what can you do in a race team? You can be a mechanic, you can do all these different job roles, an assistant. If you're working for a race team, 
you really got your finger on the pulse. This again is something I've done. I'm actually, I think I've done all 10 of these. All 10 of them. And they all worked. They all got me in there. They got me out of working in the factory. They got me out of delivering pizzas. And they put me into the motorsport industry, which can then lead you to anywhere. So I would see what job opportunities you can provide or fulfill for a race team. Again, this isn't for everybody. Coaching isn't for everybody. But I'm just going to touch on all these different areas, different job roles, because one of them might be a possibility for you. Number three, work for a track day company. Again, I remember running a track day company for a race team. So I did two and three at the same time. Uh, I fulfilled that. So I, I operated for Alfa Romeo when I was with them doing the touring car type stuff. And I was a driver for them. So I was a driver and I worked, but at first I worked for them. So this has worked, by the way. I worked for a race team in Stratford-upon-Avon that was in touring cars and lower formula, if you want to call it that, with tin tops. And um, I ran their track days. And before you know it, I was in the car racing. I did half a season broke lap records that still still stand now and that wouldn't have come if I didn't start to use this and think right what can I do I need to work in the industry it's another example so see how you can even work for a track day company as their organizer as a coach you know someone who helps out an instructor and actually maybe like Callum Lockie he's, a, he's an ex-driver who started um, track days he did exactly this by the way started track days and picked up the contacts got lots of drives maybe you can start your own track day company number four work at a race circuit again like all these other things there's tons of job roles within a race circuit if you can work there and you can start to sell the hospitality that's there and race tickets or whatever it is you're still at the race circuit bookings for testing so you get to know all the race teams and the bosses again not bad Number five, actually, I'm going to jump straight into it, is a cart circuit. Again, another thing I did, I worked at Shellington, and um, all we did was run corporate events. Corporate events. And you're doing entertainment. Interesting. If you've got a really good relationship, because you work there, with a cart circuit that does corporate events, how about using that as part of your pull for sponsors? You can put on these events for them. Plus, you meet all the new corporates there, and you start to just say, you know what, I race cars. You never know. Number six, work in the hospitality within motorsports. So you've got all these different race teams and you've got all these circuits and events that have hospitality. Now, if you can work within that arena, so again, you're rubbing shoulders with all the corporates, brilliant. And if you can run your own hospitality, where's that going to go? Number seven is selling racing products. If you can sell things, this is going really left field now, right? You just don't think this is anything to do with you racing but again you're in the industry and you're making contacts within the sport so it has got something to do with you if you can't afford to race remember this is what this is all about if you can't afford to race then you're going to go in and get a job then selling products to them and it could be anything like race seats it could be you know just affiliate of all these different things simulators if you're selling simulators to race teams and you're setting them up and you're teaching them how to use it there's so many products that motorsport use helmets become a supplier for that it doesn't matter. All you're doing is you're getting a name around and you're in the industry again. And then you pick up sponsors through all the different suppliers you're making. You're making contacts with business and all this. You know, it's, there's so much here that I want you to think about. And this is just probing, prodding all your imagination here. Selling products is not a bad thing. Number eight, 
you can work for a motorsport shop. So say if there's like a Grand Prix raceware or something like that, a shop that sells all these things and you don't have to do it, but you're there again and you go to the race circuits and you carry on selling on their behalf, that's another thing. So other businesses. So shops are not just equipment. It's other businesses that are within motorsport. Just keep your eye out for them. There's tons of them. Number nine, work for a simulator center. Obviously, simulators are now becoming, esports is becoming huge. It's a new way in, a new way to become a pro without having to find the money to race. These guys are earning a lot of money already now, the top ones. They're getting hired by people like McLaren. Other people have got race sim teams, which is something we should speak about, by the way, in a different um, video, in a different podcast. But if you're this simulator supplier or you work for somebody who trains drivers and trains drivers for teams at the simulator center, again, cracking way in. Number 10. Now, this is not something I did, actually. It's go to motorsport college. If you went to college and say if you just got out of school and you don't know what to do and you're 17, you think, hang on, I'm going to go to motorsport college because then I can learn. It could be the sponsorship side of it, but I could actually learn to be a mechanic, sports specific, motorsport specific mechanic. If you do that, you can run your own car. You can start at low level, at club level, get the money to buy the car, run it yourself. And that's just another idea. So that's 10 things. But these are just examples of how you can be within the industry and hopefully one day, because of the way you are, the way you communicate to people, your eagerness, and basically your antennas are out, your radar is out on anything that will offer an opportunity to get you in that car, it just might work. This is going to work a damn sight better than if you were to just hope and send out cold calls to people, you know, letters and emails saying, please sponsor me, I can put your sticker on the car and all that. That's great, but it's, doesn't, it hardly ever works. I've seen more people like Prio, Andy Prio and J, um, Jason Plato. I worked with them too, both at Silverstone, and they got opportunities through working there. They also got the contacts, you know, with teams and that lot. Sorry, not the contacts. They got the opportunity to say, right, I know the owners of the race school now, the people that run it. I can use this race school at a discounted rate and offer that as a package to companies. So then they can start selling corporate days. But these two guys, they, well, especially Jason, he met a sponsor whilst at the race circuit. I think Phil Bennett, another touring car driver, I think he did as well. You hear of it quite often. You give them a great day out. They love you. They know that you want to be a racer or you are a racer if you're an instructor at a race school. And you hit it off. Here's my card. You know, it's something my company could do. This happens also a lot of the times. So you can see drivers doing it. Be in the industry. All this video is telling you is, look, I know it's difficult. I've been there. I've wanted this big dream in my head when I had absolutely zero experience or cash, but still I made it. I made a living from it and actually I won a championship by doing this route. So it works. And I'm seeing all my friends do it as well. Over the past 20 years, I can see the same thing and the current drivers are doing it. I just don't want you to miss out. I want you to also get in the industry if you can, work any job you can. This is like going from mail room to CEO, that's also happens. It happens in every other industry. Motorsport is no different. Work within the industry, become a trainer, physical trainer for drivers, whatever. Just get in there and opportunities might just come your way. But you've got to be in the arena, in the arena in order to get these opportunities. Remember that.